out to Walker. Walker away to Tarp, and then it's gone on to Gagai. And Dane's gone through. Walker's there supporting, and he puts it over the line for a finals try. A couple of plays of the game. The Panthers are going to be first after this. It's been ugly. They've been far from their best. Cleary straight through. The way it's come, a long ball over the top. Katara, the trick finish. Hello guys and welcome to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience and welcome to Wayne's World. That is what it's going to be like for Wayne Bennett at the Dolphins. He's basically like the god of a new civilization, ladies and gentlemen. He is going to be making a team out of scratch here. He's going to be finding all these new plays. He's going to be... Uh, getting all the new staff for that team. He is the god of a new civilization. I personally cannot wait to see what Wayne Bennett does at the at the Dolphins. But here we go. I've done a little post. Wayne's world. If you don't, if you haven't been living off under the rock for the past twenty to thirty years, you probably know what Wayne's world is. It's such a funny movie, and I thought I'd base this little post off that movie. Wayne's world. Wayne obviously being Wayne Bennett. Wayne's World obviously being the Dolphins' top recruits. So, let's get into it. Fullbacks. Now, obviously, this guy's been discussed about quite a bit for the Dolphins. He is a really talented footballer, plays for the Newcastle Knights, and really marketable, the one and only Kalen Ponga. Now, he plays fullback. He can play a bit of 5-8. Really, really uh, marketable player in the sense that he's got, I think, one or two podcasts, obviously being on the 257 podcast and I think another one as well off the top of my head. And he has his own beer. So this guy is really, really marketable and a really great signing for the Dolphins as well. Obviously a Queensland origin player. You want to make up that Queensland dynasty there. You sign a guy like the one and only Kalen Ponga. Now, another decision, another route we could go here is Jermaine Asako. Now, we obviously know that he played fullback at the start of the year. Didn't really have the best stint there. But I do think he's a really talented footballer. And you wouldn't really go wrong in signing this guy. You could chuck him on the wing. You could keep him at fullback. But I think he'd be a great signing for the Dolphins. I think he's a really talented footballer. And I don't really see him playing much um, first grade football in 2022. There's going to be a bunch of guys that are going to make up that back line. And I just don't see... Uh, Jermaine Asako being one of those guys. So I think he'd be a fantastic signing for the Dolphins. And then a third fullback here, which could be signing, depending if those guys don't come over, is the one and only Canberra Raider. Big impact Canberra Raider, should I say. Chance Nickel Klockstad. What a fantastic player Chance Nickel Klockstad is. And if you're watching the back end of this season, you will probably would know that he had a huge impact for the Canberra Raiders. He came back from that really horrific neck injury and just played some of his best football. He was really electric in the attack uh, and he'd be an awesome player to see over at that Dolphins side. He'd be an awesome player. Well, he is an awesome player. He is. He's an awesome, awesome player and I can't wait to see what happens with Chance de Cocklockstad in 2023. He'd be a great Dolphin in my opinion. Now, wingers, I've only got two here because obviously Jermaine Asako probably does count as a winger, uh, but I put him at fullback because his main position is fullback, give or take. Uh, but wingers here, I've got two, and these two are really, really good ones as well. 
One of them who is off contract is Jackson Paulo. Now, I think he's really talented over at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Really talented young footballer coming through the ranks. Got a great kicking game. Really great evasive skills. His kick chase defense is fantastic. I think he'd be a fantastic signing for this Dolphins side. Another one here who's a bit older, George Jennings from the Melbourne Storm. Now, depending on how this Melbourne Storm backline looks in 2022, George Jennings might not be playing much first grade football. Uh, and I think that the Dolphins could definitely use a guy like George Jennings because he is he is a fantastic player. If you watched his stint over at the New Zealand Warriors, you definitely know that he is a fantastic footballer. Even when he came in most times for the Parramatta Eels, he was electric. So I'd love to see this guy over at a team like the Dolphins on the wing. He'd be fantastic in my opinion. And he'd really stand out too as a talented footballer like he did at that stint at the New Zealand Warriors. Centres here, one of them that really catches my eye, and and you wouldn't say he's a centre, but watching him for the Sydney Roosters a few times this this season, especially at the back end of this season in the final series, he really strikes me as a really smart footballer. He doesn't overplay anything. He only does things if he knows that it's 100% going to work. He's not really a high percentage playing footballer. He's sort of really laid back, and I think that'd be really good in the centers. He was really good in the centers for the Roosters. Adam Kieran, I think he'd be an awesome signing for this Dolphins side. Really great player. Really good left foot step on him, actually, as well. Great kicking game. Uh, and goal kicking wise, he'd be fan- a fantastic signing as well. Definitely, definitely one to think about for Wayne Bennett. Another guy I've got here is Tom Opacek. Now, obviously, he didn't play much footy at the back end of this season. Even when he was uh, coming back from that injury that he had, he didn't really play much footy. Um, And I think he'd be a fantastic signing for the Dolphins side. He, since he left the uh, North Queensland Cowboys and came over to the Parramatta Eels, he has been fantastic. Some of the things I've seen him do, some of the plays I've seen him initiate, and some of the tries I've seen him score are just fantastic. And I think... He would be a great signing there as, a, as that off-the-cuff center for the Dolphins. And another guy who I think is just sensational. And I don't really think Brisbane will let him go, but if they do and he ends up going to the Dolphins, he is going to be an absolute superstar, and you all guys will remember his name. Herbie Farnworth. Now, at the start of this season... He showed off a little bit of his talent. By the end of this this season, I was blown away with some of the things that he was doing. He's such a fantastic footballer, Herbie Farnworth, and he definitely deserves a lot more credit for this season than he is getting. I really do like uh, this player, and I would would really love to see him in a Dolphins jersey. I think he definitely deserves to start his own little legacy over at the Dolphins. He's a fantastic footballer. I don't know how many times I have to say it to sink it into you guys and uh, sink it into the heads of you guys. But I think he's so, so lethal for this uh, Dolphin. He would be so lethal for this Dolphin side. He's so lethal for the Brisbane Broncos. His defense is unreal as well. So a defensive center, Herbie Farnworth is the go as well, if that's what you're looking for. Uh, so these three guys would be fantastic, and I would love to see any one of these guys join the Dolphins in 2023. Going to halfbacks and 5.8s, I put them both together in this one because there actually wasn't many off contract. 
There's two that have one that's been linked to the club for sure, one that's been semi-linked just off a few discussions, and two that are off contract. That I would that I would definitely be looking into if I was uh, signing players for the Dolphins. Now the first one here is Cameron Munster, who obviously has been linked to the club. Now, a fresh start is definitely something that this guy needs, obviously with some off-field incidents. I think coming to the Dolphins, being under a guy like Wayne Bennett, who is known for dealing with these with these sort of guys, I think Wayne, I think um, Cameron Munster could really afford to leave the Melbourne Storm as, as heartbreaking as that sounds and as weird as, as, weird as it would look. Um, obviously it is quite strange to see a player win a premiership at one club and then go to another club and wear another jersey. But I think Cameron's Cameron Munster would really, really benefit from going and being coached under a guy like Wayne, uh, being coached by a guy like Wayne Bennett. I think Cameron Munster would really, really appreciate that. Another guy here who was semi-linked to the the Dolphins, just off a few discussions, obviously, with Cameron Munster and Kalen Ponga both being linked. This guy, obviously, had to jump in the conversation. And it really depends on whether he leaves Manly or not. And I think you guys know who I'm talking about. Daly Cherry Evans. I think he's a really fantastic halfback. And obviously, with the guys like Nathan Cleary and Adam Reynolds, who have had fantastic seasons, I don't think Daly Cherry Evans has got a lot of credit this season. And he's had a really good season as well for the Manly Seagulls. And I think he'd be a great signing for this Dolphins side. Um, And say what you will about Daly Cherry Evans. I think he's a really talented footballer. Um, And honestly, seeing a a Queensland Maroons spine in one team, that's a scary thought for anyone who's coming up against the Dolphins. Imagine having Callan Ponger at fullback, Munster at 5'8", Daly Cherry Evans at halfback. That is some real worries for any side that this team goes up against. Now, another guy who's a bit of a veteran that I think would be quite good at this Dolphins side is Mitchell Pearce. I think he'd be really damaging, and he's a real game manager, Mitchell Pearce. Of late, he, he while having some off-the-cuff stints, he is quite a game manager, and he's really developed into that game-managing role. And I think he'd be really good at a team like the Dolphins, and I think a Munster and Pierce uh, halves pairing wouldn't be that bad. In fact, I think it'd be really good. Um, so watch out for Mitchell Pierce. He is off contract then. So as I said, watch out for that one. And then a quite a younger guy compared to all these three that I've just mentioned, Brandon Wakeham. I think he's a really talented footballer, obviously playing uh, two representative games for Fiji. I really like what I've seen from Brandon Wakeham when he has stepped in for the Bulldogs as well. Um, so don't be surprised to see if there's some discussions into signing Brandon Wakeham. If not in the signing side, probably in the extended bench or the extended squad. Don't be this, don't be surprised if you see this guy in a few Dolphins discussions. So moving on to front rowers. The first one I've got here, one that was famous for the... NRL try celebration of the WWE takedown. Braden Hammond Ueli. Woohoo! This guy pumps me up because he's such a talented front rower. He's such a big boy and he leaves nothing behind on the field. He doesn't take a backward step. And I seriously think that the Dolphins could really benefit from signing this guy. Uh, another front rower here that I've got written down. Now, 
And this really depends if they sign Cameron Munster. Christian Welch, I think he would partner up with... Uh, he'd be good as with a combination with the guy like Cameron Munster, who he's played with already in that Melbourne Storm kit, who he still plays with in that Melbourne Storm kit, and in the Maroons kit as well. You talk about the Maroons legacy, having having KP, Munster, Dalichery Evans, and Christian Welch in one team from that Maroons team. That is just crazy and Geez, you would benefit heaps from having a guy like Christian Welch in your side. This guy doesn't take a backward step. When he runs when he runs his line, he runs it hard. And he needs, as I said about Braden Hamanueli, these two, they just leave nothing behind on the, on the field. So having these two as a starting front row combination would be fantastic. And then another guy I've got written down here who is just solid as well and probably lives more than anyone I've ever met in the gym, Martin Tapao. Now, he's been really underrated of late. Um, hasn't really had the best stints for Manly. Uh, some games actually coming off the bench too. Uh, but I think he is a good bench impact. If, and if and if the Dolphins use him in that way, I'm sure he wouldn't mind. And I think he'd actually do a great job. He's a really solid front rower. And coming up against this guy, I'd be shitting myself. I know that for a fact. He's a fantastic front rower. So any three of these guys, whether it's Hamanueli, Welch or Tapao being signed, I wouldn't mind either of those. And they're all off contract in 2023. Now, hookers. There's a lot of contract. And honestly, um, I've got six of them here. It's probably more than any other position that I've got written down. Um, other than the second row slash locks that I've got, um, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but look, having a look here, six hookers all off contract. Um, I will read them out to you now, but it is just crazy to see this many hookers off contract. Uh, the first one that I've got written down here plays for the Brisbane Broncos, Jake Turpin. I think he is solid in defense. Great kicking game out uh, of dummy half and on infield play. Played a bit of halfback in, in the start of his career. Has molded himself into that hooker role and he's doing a really good job there. And you wouldn't really go wrong in signing a guy like Jake Turpin. I think he's a f- such a fantastic and talented player. I say fantastic a lot because all of these guys are fantastic. Uh, but Jake Turpin... Awesome guy, awesome player. Would love to see him at the Dolphins. Another one here, Tom Starling. You want a bit of speed out of dummy half, you get a guy like Tom Starling. He actually reminds me a bit of Jake Granville and a bit of Damian Cook, just in terms of the speed he creates out of dummy half and how he just breaks the play around him with that speed. And when there's broken play, this guy just thrives in attack. And I would love to see a guy like Tom Starling at this Dolphins side, depending on if Hodgson stays. And Hodgson's another guy I've got written down here. Now, depending how the Raiders want to go, whether they want to keep Starling and ship and um, move on Hodgson, or if they want to keep Hodgson, their veteran, and they want to move on Starling, which I don't think that is going to happen. Either one of these guys could end up at the Dolphins. So just watch out for this one. Personally, I'd love to see Starling there. I'd also love to see Hodgson there. So I'd love to see how this one goes. Um, Now, another guy here I've got from the Parramatta Eels. I'm not sure he would leave the Parramatta Eels, in my opinion. But he has been linked to Brisbane a few times. And, you know, money makes man. And 
I think that these guys, that loyalty is really fading from this NRL um, era, and I do. He could leave. He could potentially leave the Parramatta Eels. Uh, he has been linked to Brisbane in the past, so it would be an interesting signing as well as an awesome one. Reed Mahoney. He is probably one of the best hookers in our game that we just haven't seen enough of. He is so talented. He. His kicking game out of dummy half is crazy. I think he's kicked about six or seven 40 20s out of dummy half in his entire career. He is amazing. The only thing I'd be worried about is the shoulder injuries, the, the reoccurring ones. He's obviously had it, had it twice in 2021. If that's all sorted out, I would love to see this guy in a Dolphins jersey in 2023. He would be an awesome signing. And now another guy out of this Melbourne Storm system, uh, if you're looking to sign a bunch of guys from Melbourne, um, he would definitely be a good one. If you're looking to sign a really gritty, strong uh, hooker or lock forward, he could play lock or, or hooker, probably going to be playing lock in 2022 at the Melbourne Storm. I think you guys do know who I'm talking about, the one and only Brandon Smith. I think he'd be a great signing. And if Harry Grant is their long-term hooker, if Harry Grant's their hooker uh, in in the future, I do think that Brandon Smith will end up leaving the club one way or another. And I would love to see him in this Dolphins side. Now, not saying he will leave the club, but for me, uh, in the future, if we do see Harry Grant maintaining uh, that hooker role and be, becoming that 80-minute hooker, I do see re, uh, a guy like Brandon Smith trying to look for another club. And, geez, he would be fantastic in this Dolphins system. Another guy that's off contract, a bit of an interesting one here. and not sure you guys will agree, but I certainly love watching this guy. And it's the last hooker on my list. We've gone through all six. This is number six, the one and only Blake Braley. Now, he is a fantastic hooker for the Cronulla Sharks. Now, I do see him playing 14 in 2022, and here's why. They've signed Cameron McInnes, and everyone thought when they signed Cameron McInnes that McInnes would go to lock, Braley would keep his number nine jersey. Then then they signed um, a guy like Dale... They they signed Dale Finucane, and it really just confused me. I know it would have confused, confused a bunch of Sharks fans now, you, I, I love this signing. Dale Finucane is going to bring so much leadership uh, and experience into that uh, into that shark side, as will Cam McInnes. But it does raise the question, does McInnes go to 9? Does Dale Finucane go to 13? Does Braley go to 14? And if that is the case, I think I'll, if I was the Dolphins recruitment manager, I would definitely be getting a hold of Braley and seeing what he wants to do for the 2023 season. And he would be a great pickup and a cheaper pickup as well for this side. You look at Reed Mahoney, Brandon Smith, Josh Hodson, they wouldn't come cheap. So if you're looking for a cheap hooker that are, and a really talented hooker, I would be picking Jaden uh, Blake Braley for sure. Blake Braley... Really talented footballer. Definitely a good signing if you do end up picking him up. So hookers were Turpin, Starling, Mahoney, Brandon Smith, Blake Braley, Josh Hodson. A few hookers there off contract. Second row locks part one. So uh, since that most of these back rowers could probably shift into that 13 role, I decided to do back row, second rowers and locks together. 
So let's start off with the first page here of back rowers slash locks. The first one I've got here is a quite an interesting one. Young, cheap, would be an awesome signing whether he does start or comes off the bench. And that is Jackson Tapine for the uh, Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. I personally would love this signing. I think that uh, Jackson Tapine is a really strong and a uh, block forward, and his ball playing is quite good as well. So I wouldn't mind seeing Jackson De- uh, Jackson Tapine in a Dolphins jersey, maybe in a 15-16. Um, another guy here that's probably going to start, North Queensland Cowboys veteran, awesome, awesome player here, Cohen Hess. I would love to see him in a Dolphins jersey, um, whether it's in the 8, the 10, the 11, the 12, or the 13. He would be fantastic. He would be, he would be a fantastic signing for this Dolphins side. We'd love to see him there. Another one I've got here is Ryan Madison. He hasn't played much of his best footy in the past two to three years. Obviously, with a shitload of concussions keeping him off the field. Would love to see him in this Dolphins side, probably in a 15 or a 16 as well. Maybe even in a in an 11 or 12. And then Tarek Sims, origin second rower. Would love to see him there. Would obviously bring a bit of leadership and set standards at training. I think he'd be that type of guy. And he is just solid in defense and in attack. So great signing there if they do pick him up. Tarek Sims, obviously he was having a, a few dramas with the Dragons of late. So uh, would love to see this signing uh, of Tarek Sims. And then some more second rowers and locks here, part two. Now from the West Tigers. And this is not to bag the West Tigers, but I think anyone in that squad uh, who has been there for the past three to four years would sort of be open to taking other contracts. Uh, And this guy is off contract in 2023, Luke Garner. He would start for me. Uh, depending on the other signings, but I would love to sign this guy. Luke Garner is solid. He is solid. If you've watched any West Tigers games, or which I don't know if you have because the tig- of late the, the Tigers haven't been going well, uh, if you haven't noticed, but if you did end up watching those Tigers games and you watched the number 12, Luke Garner, he was awesome. He was solid, didn't take a backward step, Really talented footballer, but really dangerous close to the line. I would love to see him there. Angus Crichton, another guy that is really dangerous uh, in attack, and his ball playing is sensational. And he's quite quick for a big fella as well. He's definitely grown in the past, um, <laughs> I'd say in the past 24 months, the past two years, he's grown heaps. Um Jack Murchie as well from the New Zealand Warriors, I think would be a great signing. He can obviously shift into the centers as well, but it'd be a cheeky one to bring off the bench. And then Murata Nick Corey obviously also can shift into the centers of late, but is a really solid front row back rower. That would be a great signing for this uh, Dolphins side. Now, we've talked about all the players. Let's talk about assistant coaches. And this will obviously be the last topic. It's the last topic on the page. Last topic that we'll talk about, we'll touch on, even though there is plenty that we could touch on. Now, assistant coaches. 
First one I've got here. He has been rumored to coach the Queensland Maroons as the assistant coach. I'm unsure as to whether he is still currently the assistant coach of the Cronulla Sharks. But if not, I'd be looking at the one and only Josh Hannay. Now, it obviously was the head coach of the Sharks this year, and he did an incredible job. Really, really great coach, in my opinion, and he did better than he deserved to do. Uh, and in, what that means is, uh, obviously, no one expected John Morris to leave the to leave the Sharks, in the in especially in the way that he did. But Josh Hannay really uh, took that job. Uh, and he made it work. He made it work, and that's I think that's a great way to put it. Fantastic uh, assistant coach here, and I think he'd be great alongside Wayne Bennett. Another guy here, obviously, would have been coached by Wayne Bennett in the Queensland Maroons side. Fantastic football footballer, arguably one of the best of all time, Cameron Smith. I think he'd also be a great assistant coach for this Dolphins side. Obviously rumored to be the assistant coach of the Queensland Maroons. Depending on who gets that gig, whether it is Smith or whether it is Hannay, uh, due to recent reports, I would be trying to get either of these guys in the coaching staff or even both of these guys in the coaching staff in some form or capacity. Would love to see Cameron Smith as that assistant coach though. And another guy who's worked with um, Wayne Bennett before, is Mel Meninga, and I think he'd be awesome in this new Queensland side as that assistant coach, depending on how much money they are willing to spend on the coaching staff. Mel Meninga would be fantastic. Cameron Smith would be fantastic. Josh Hannay would be fantastic. Everything's fantastic today. These guys would be unreal assistant coaches. Hannay, Smith, Meninga. So I'll read out all the positions quickly again so you don't forget Fullbacks, Callum Ponga, Jermaine Psycho, Chance to call Clockstad, Wingers, Jackson Paulo, George Jennings, Centres, Adam Kieran, Tom Opacek, Herbie Farnworth. Halfbacks, 5'8", Cameron Munster, Brandon Wakeham, Mitchell Pearce, Daly Cherry Evans. Props, Braden Hamanueli, Martin Tapau, Christian Welch. Uh, hookers, Jake Turpin, Tom Starling, Reid Mahoney, Josh Hodson, Blake Braley and Brandon Smith had to slow myself down then. I couldn't really speak that fast. I don't know what was happening then. I just had an absolute mind blank. Second rowers locks part one. Jackson Tapine, Cohen Hess, Ryan Madison, Tarek Sims. Second rowers locks part two. Luke Garner, Angus Crichton, Murata Nikore and Jack Murchie. And then assistant coaches, Josh Hannay, Cameron Smith, and Mal Meninga. Well, there you go, guys. That is Wayne's World for you. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Make sure you recommend this podcast to a friend, and I will see you guys in the next one.